up? Hey. What's going on? Um, I just want to start this episode off with last episode. We had a debate about Lord of the Rings. Oh, no. We were and so I took a look at some of the comments, and I would like to declare victory on my end because so many people agreed with me that Lord of the Rings wow. is stupid. Of course. All right, you've heard me talk about the future recently because I am thinking ahead and really concerned about the future of this country. With our skyrocketing debt, Democrats in power, and Joe Biden's spending plan, the future looks grim for the U.S. dollar, which is why I started diversifying with gold and silver. We recently partnered with Hartford Gold, and I recommend you check them out. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA. The process is straightforward and honest, which is why they have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. When you call today, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver with your first order. So now is a great time to check them out. Call 866-530-7966. That's 866-530-7966 or text AMERICA to 65532. In a world of fake news, fake social media, and fake money, investing in things that are real with real value is the absolute priority. That's 866-530-7966 or text AMERICA to 65532. And uh, they say it was witchcraft or something in, the, in it. No, they just said like they tank. agree. The bedroom scene with the hobbits is weird. Okay, well, yeah, that, I'll agree weird. with you on that. I can agree with that. Where yes. was the th- and and here's the thing. The okay? ba- yeah. Even those of you who love, uh, uh, LOTD, <laughs> Lord Lord of the Ring. Yeah, LOTD. Even those of you who love that. Where's the D? LOTR. LOTR. Dang it. LOTR. Lord of the Dings. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's the who who sat down and said, you know what we need in the final episode or the final movie, pillow fight, the climactic scene, <laughs> the British to show the Brits, yeah. the 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 I don't know the embracing of happiness, yeah. the British between the world. We need the hobbits. To have a pillow fight with each other. <laughs> They're not humans. Though. In a normal human bed. <laughs> while while humans look and smile at okay, them. Now one of them was an elf. Okay. A dwarf. Either yeah. way, I'm just saying. It, it, <laughs> how many people did that scene go through? And everybody's like, this is a great idea. Looks good for me. Not a single person's going to think, well, see, this I is think strange. It, wasn't it in the book? I don't know. I, I don't care if it's in the book or not. Sometimes people <laughs> cut things out of the book all the time. You can't cut the stupid bedroom scene. Yeah, they shifted some of the scenes and like the the spider came in the last Just, movie. Nope, can't was, put that in there. That it was would, supposed uh, to be in the, yeah. in the second. The, the biggest thing I ha- biggest issue with Lord of the Rings is what's the big flying thing? Nazgul? Nazgul, yeah. At one point, Nazgul flies down nice. with all the... Yeah, That's good right. job. Oh, my. With all the hobbits. And they're Nerd all, alert. They're on this like <laughs> epic journey, right? To get to the ring or to Mordor, wherever yeah. they're going. Yeah. And they could have just jumped on this thing and flew there. Yeah. But they're yeah. like, all right, have ended. see ya. No, 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 they couldn't. No, 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 no. They, they could not get... Are you talking about when they're in the swamp? Zach and- is getting legitimately <laughs> upset right now. He is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his hand up. He is like, wait (laughs) just a a second. Well, you know, you see the Witch King was on the Nazgul. Uh, So they was trying to kill them. uh, So they had to hide from him. I'll be back in a minute. You guys figure this out. (laughs) Okay. uh, It's the same problem I have with uh, Game of Thrones the first season. Uh, Everybody's like, ooh, Jason Momoa is so hot in that. True. The whole first season is literally 
uh, what's her name? Uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Is, well, th- but that wasn't her first name, right? That's like what That's was her given to her. queen name. Yeah, her queen name. I can't remember. This chick literally was sold pretty much by her brother mm-hmm. to these savages. And she's essentially brutally earmuffs, if your children are listening, brutally raped mm-hmm. in the first yeah. episode. I mean, against her will, she's crying. Like, it's terrible. That's why I didn't watch that. It's horrible. It's horrible. It and everybody's like, oh, Jason Momoa is so hot. <laughs> and what are, you, what are you talking about? Well, that's it is how... a terrible, terrible scene. Yeah. They literally push a child off the top of a tower and paralyze well, he, him. Well, he shouldn't have been up there spying For wrong. incestual relations <laughs> between a brother and a sister. Look, man, people crack people crack me up. Like, like it's just... Yeah. Anyway, well, I people, call out a weird scene, Yeah. and these are the same people that watch that and go, there's nothing wrong here. Well, that's my mom. She stopped watching it after the incest scene right at the beginning. I'm like... But that's that's five minutes into the... No, realize, no, that's at the end. Yeah, but it's that's the way it was back then. Like, they, they wanted to keep that blood royal you know well well and, and it was also a, a thing back then when you're trying to make a treaty with another country is to marry your daughter to someone in that country's you know like the prince or something so yeah you can, yeah that it is, wasn't about the happiness no, of the that, daughter that i understand of a biden story where <laughs> all uh, i know is one wife married the other son it's well in, either way uh i still stand firm in the fact that lord of the rings is stupid um and dc is better than marvel and uh and i stand by that fact we had some bad weather come through yesterday Mm -hmm. and i always find it funny uh the people that are not used to the bad weather and how they react uh uh the the siren went off yesterday and you would have thought that everyone in the office saw the tornado uh because people were were ready to evacuate uh, I, I still believe I saved Jake's life because Jake was getting ready to drive about 30 minutes directly <laughs> into the storm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's always funny. Uh, my, uh, my wife's sister is visiting with her daughters and they were like, they were like, what's that noise? We don't have those where we come from. Like yeah. they had never heard it before. And I'm like, oh, that's a siren. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm also from Missouri. So when we hear them, it's like, okay, we need to get somewhere. Because they don't just play them for fun. Well, that's Mississippi too. I guess, you know. In South Carolina, they're just playing them for fun. Yeah, South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. Two they hours just, away, we should play it. Yeah, they yeah. want something to talk about, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, amongst amongst friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, I mean, it was just, it was just big lightning uh, or big thunder. That's it. That's all it was. Big yeah. thunder. Our, our thoughts and prayers are with people in Alabama. Yeah, yeah Alabama, uh, of course. Yeah. yeah, Birmingham. Alabama, yeah. man. Alabama always gets rocked. Yeah. yeah. Always gets rocked because uh, they got nothing blocking it, man. Uh, right. And so, anyway. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, there was something else interesting that happened yesterday. I'm trying to remember what it what press was. Conference? Ah, oh, yes. It was the press conference. From Joe Biden, his first press conference in over 64, 65 days. Yeah. Uh, 65. 65. Just, just too long. Sure. Yeah, too long is what it was. And um, I watched all of it. I'm pretty sure Noah did too. Uh, Jake, I don't think you watched it. I watched some of it. Did yeah. you watch some yeah. of it? Well, I watched it from beginning to end. And it was, it was painful. every bit as horrific as I imagined that it would be. Um, in fact, it's worse than I thought that it would be. 
Um, there's so many things to unpack here. And so first things we're going to talk about are, uh, I'm not going to play you the clips at first. I am going to, I am going to play the clips of some of my favorite gaffes. Yeah. Uh, cause you have to call them gaffes. Now you can't call them like legitimate Alzheimer's like lapse in memory or anything like that. Or I literally saw him black out at one point. Yeah. Time travel. He time traveled right in the middle of a sentence. Uh, but you can't say that. You got to no. call it a gaffe or you'll get fact checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's my question. Where are all the fact checkers for Joe Biden's press conference? Yeah, for real. I remember it used to be like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Every time Trump said anything, how quickly the New York Times, Washington Post, Washington Examiner, all these places could go every single time the president lied. Right. Or every, we fact-checked every statement the president made, and it was up within like 10 minutes of the speech. And we got those like every three days because President Trump uh, talked to the media at least every third day. Mm-hmm. At least every third day. Um, I didn't see a single one of those. Steven Crowder did one, but that doesn't count, right? Yeah. Because obviously, yeah. you know, we're all conservatives here. I'm talking about the major news outlets. Where was that? Where was it? I didn't see a one. Did well, anybody else see one? Well, they were watching. They were just so in awe of this guy. You know, like they would phrase the questions like, you know, you're such a moral and ethical man, you know, blah, blah, blah. They, they were all softball questions. It's he had, pro-abortion. Yeah, he had pictures of the reporters that he was supposed to call on. Do, do you see Drudge's uh, headline this morning? No, I didn't. Joe's no drama press crump conference. His chill style. Oh, Jesus All right, I got a crash course into home title theft, and you better pray this never happens to you because it can ruin you financially. Here's how the crime happens. The legal titles to our homes are kept online where they can be hacked. A cyber thief finds your home title, forges your signature on a quit claim deed, stating you sold your home to him or her. It's an equal opportunity uh, thievery place here. Then he takes out (laughs) loans against your home until he or she takes out loans against your homes uh, until the equity is gone. You won't know until the collection calls pour in. You're not protected by insurance, your bank, or common identity theft programs. Home Title Lock protects you. And in the unlikely event you become a victim of title theft while a member, Home Title Lock will spend up to a quarter million dollars in legal fees to help restore your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. Then use code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. His chill style. Well, that's another thing that broke late last night was the the first thing that started rubbing people wrong was the fact of this was supposed to be a press conference, right? This was supposed to be for the press to be able to ask questions to the president. Um Pictures broke last night that this dude literally had, first of all, he had a binder, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, and everybody on Fox News and all these places, they all said it. Even Chris Wallace, even Chris Wallace, who hated President Trump, all right? Mm -hmm. Chris Wallace is a horrible, biased human being on the left side of things that just happens to work for Fox so they can keep it, you know, neutral, I guess. He even said that he cannot, and he's old, he can't remember ever seeing a president walk out with a news like a binder like a press secretary would. Mm-hmm. 
He's ne- no one has ever seen that before. Can you not answer the questions? Well, but but that's the thing. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's what you need. These are the subtle things that you need to start paying attention to. Presidents don't do that. Okay, they don't. They don't do that. Now, they may have a note card, maybe with like certain statistical facts, yeah. because not everyone can remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, what our percentage overgrowth of the GDP versus the past 12 years as opposed to, uh, you know, the past 12 months. Not every person can remember those kind of things. All right. Hey, I'm cool with that. I got it. You got bullet point note cards. Cool. But when a press, when a member of the press asks you a question directly about what is it that you are going to do if North Korea continues to do what they're doing as an aggressive military posture towards the United States. What are you going to do? This man opened his binder and read, didn't even attempt to make it look like he was just, you know, referencing. Mm -hmm. He did not even look up from the page. He read verbatim a paragraph statement that was written by probably somebody in their 20s on his staff. That is not a president that is in charge that is not normal. And that is not what people do when they ask your opinion on something. Hey, North Korea is talking crap. What are you going to do about it? Well, hold on. Let me, uh, let me read this paragraph word. This was him. He might as well have done this. I feel like this. And that's the worst part was in the paragraph. It was like, I will do this and I will say this and blah, blah. It was, painful scary too and then it became very clear very fast that he already had a predetermined list of who he was going to call yes to ask him questions but what we did not know was that his predetermined list included pictures of the people's faces yeah i thought i was telling their names and what number order to call them in it was like it was like everybody else was reading a uh, college textbook textbook and he was reading Dr. Seuss. Ha ha. Yeah. Uh, that is uh nice. you know racist these days. Either way, these are not normal things. Also, uh for the most popular president in history, uh and some have deemed the most transparent administration ever. Totally. Oh wow. Um <laughs> definitely not that. <laughs> OAN Newsmax uh, Fox News were not called yeah. to what? ask questions. Uh, and they were strange. put in the back. In fact, I'm every shocked. single conservative-leaning news outlet mm-hmm. were not allowed to ask a question. Um, it was a hour and 15-minute conference, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. 59 minutes of those were used to answer questions from, I want to say it was nine people. It was 10. Ten, ten people. Ten questions total. Ten, yeah. but I thought it was nine people. I thought one person got to ask two questions. Well, there's several like follow up questions. Okay, all right, ten ten, all right, okay, ten people. Okay, so you got five five minutes, five and a half minutes per per person, right? And these were softball questions, man. I mean, these were like like Jake said, they would literally lead it up. You know, do you think? I mean, you know, obviously you're such a moral and good man and and you're such a, 
a magnificent person. Is that a, why the people came being. to the border? Is that why the people came to the border? <laughs> uh, whereas if I was a question uh, person, I'd be like, where are they getting these T-shirts at? That's where I want to know. Yeah. Because that's a real question that even mainstream journalists aren't asking. Hey, who are handing these people these T-shirts mm -hmm. coming across the border? Yeah. That has to be organized. Like, you just don't randomly find Biden T-shirts as you're walking through the desert trying to come across from Mexico into Texas. Where are these people getting these pristine shirts from? It all seems mm. like somebody is orchestrating this. Yeah, to me, that's almost like conspir my conspiracy bells ringing because if I was a conservative, that's what I would do. If I was trying to make it seem that way, I'd go give them a whole bunch of Biden shirts. Well, and, and why would Biden give them Biden shirts? Yeah. You know? No, no, no. Biden's flattered. Let's be clear. <laughs> Biden is not doing anything. Right. Okay, yeah. Let, let's be clear For about sure. this. Biden is not doing a single thing. All right, uh, I, I'm going to play a couple clips, yeah. and we're going to talk about it. Um, I don't think any rational person, any sane individual can look at that when, when when Trump had his first uh presidential uh presidential debate with Joe Biden mm -hmm. I was very blunt we all were wasn't his best debate mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a good it wasn't good it wasn't a good speech uh he did not make himself look good in that I mean I mean we 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 were honest third debate he killed it in my opinion yeah mm -hmm. uh I think Mike Pence destroyed Kamala Harris yeah, in their debate. No doubt. Uh, but no but doubt. but either way, the point is, uh, any logical thinking human being, if you remove your political lens of whatever it is that you're looking through, and you just look at Joe Biden as a as a human being, despite whether or not he has a soul or not, is up for debate. But just as a human being, and listen to him speak, and watch his eyes, and Watch him legitimately have these pauses where he's staring off into nothing, trying to, they asked him a question about gun control. And not only did he not answer it, he answered it with something that had absolutely nothing to do with gun control at all. They asked him a question about gun control and he literally started talking about Later on this week, he's going to go to Pittsburgh to announce the biggest thing he's announced yet. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be something about gun control. And he goes, no, it's going to be focused on bringing jobs back to America. Because unlike the previous administration, <laughs> we're focused on bringing high-paying jobs to America. Where is the fact checkers on this? Either way. Point mm -hmm. is, let's play some of these clips. So uh, I don't know what order these are in, so we're just going to play it here. All right, so here's the first one. Uh, is the Bluetooth up? Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. Regarding the filibuster, I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. Mm. With regard to the filibuster... Regarding the filibuster, we should go back to the way it was when I was in the Senate 120 <laughs> years ago. Numbers are hard. That's I mean, not a fumble, okay? No, no, no. no. See, CNN said he was joking. That was a joke to say that he has been in the Senate for a long time, Graham. Uh, but see, that's what I'm talking about, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Trump couldn't joke ever. If Trump had done that, oh, they'd yeah. be like, Trump is showing them. cognitive decline. Yeah. Invoke the 25th Amendment immediately. He's a national security. I mean, he walks slow down a sidewalk. Trump now, thinks he's 180 years old. Now, look, look. Now, I have actually been... 
I have uh, yesterday. Everybody's talking about the fact of uh, Peter Ducey asked him, uh, was he ready for the press conference? And he turned around and said, what press conference? Yeah. And I even said, no, he's joking there because he's literally grinning at him when he says it. Yeah. Right. And everybody was like, he doesn't even remember the, the blah, 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 blah. Look, I try to keep this as non just completely just believing everything I see as possible. Yeah. In fact, multiple things have come up. That whole microphone thing, I said, nope, yeah. we're not running that. We're not doing it because... Uh, it took me five minutes. To yeah, do because that one, the odds of them getting it fact checked are astronomically high. Two, there's just some things it's not even worth. It. Anyway, that was not a joke. That was him just. That was just him just going. There was no look. Let me tell you something. When you tell a joke, it's like a. You know, back 120 years when I was in the Senate and you wait. Everybody laughs. No. no, he went right into continuing on what he was saying because that was not a joke. That was him completely forgetting, uh, you know, a real joke. You would have gone off the numbers that you actually were in the Senate, which was like 40. So you'd be like 400 years. Yeah. Like that would have been a joke. Or hundreds of years. Possibly. Yes. And I don't, I don't know why they're playing it as him joking because he wasn't obviously joking. I think he was talking about filibuster which was 120 years ago but he mixed right. it up which either way displays an incredible and wasn't he like super pro filibuster back in the day dude he was pro, he was pro segregation schools look it up oh well I, like well that. yes he's also the same guy that talks about uh what is it uh indian people in gas stations either way point is this is the most loving and tolerant president in history. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's see. What's the next thing we got here? All right. We just found out Bear Fact has saved another life, and that's 13 lives and counting. Researchers found that the average EMS response time was 37 minutes. In an emergency, time is critical. For example, an arterial bleed can kill you someone in just 90 seconds. Look, guys, I'm not going to read this, but tell you the truth. I keep one in my vehicles at all times. They have cat tourniquets, everything you could imagine that can help you in an emergency. This is one of those things that you really need to go get one because you don't know when you need it until you need it. Uh, cat tourniquets can save lives every single day. And you just never know. You never know what might happen. And I, I keep one in every vehicle that I have. And what's even better is uh, if you use any of the parts in the Bearfac, uh, a cat tourniquet, bandages, et cetera, et cetera, to save your life or to save someone else's life. They replace it at absolutely no charge. So go wow. to refugemedical.com and get 15% off all their first aid kits with the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. If we learn one lesson this year, it's to be prepared for anything. That's refugemedical.com, refugemedical.com, promo code Graham. Oh, this is the best one. All right, this is the one where... He literally time travels in mid-sentence, okay? Like, it is the most painful thing I have ever seen. And then what's worse is at the end of this, those of you watching on YouTube, and you should go check us out on YouTube, by the way. Um, at the end of this, he pulls out his picture book, and he still can't figure it out. So when you hear him at the end go, oh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the, he's looking at his picture book of people he's supposed to call on. And probably what has happened is he's forgotten what number he's on mm. of the people yeah. that he's supposed to call. All right, here's the clip. So the best way to get something done 
if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Oh God! I don't oh my. Bless his heart. I'm. We're, we're, did did you did you hear that. did you it's hear that. the pause? Did you hear the pause of the audience? Listen to this. Listen one more time. Anyway. Did you hear that? I That's know. people in the audience. That's people in the audience going, uh. <laughs> it sounds know? like he's doing like ASMR. Like no, he's like, no, uh. it's like a, no, no, but that, but that, but that, uh, in the back, like, like that's the, that's strut. the audience kind of like yeah. doing that kind of. Uh. And, and most of, most of the audience, like those reporters that, you know, were giving him the softballs, they say things like, you're such a moral and ethical person, but they know that that's all theatrics, too. They know that it's all for Kamala. Exactly. So they are some of the most evil right. people well, on let's, the planet. Hold on, hold on. Let's finish this clip out. All right. Yeah. So so here, here's the ending of it. So here it goes. You hear it? I'm, here we go. We're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Listen. Okay, um, hang on. Mm. Uh, sorry. Oh, same name, Miss Kim. There it <laughs> same is. Same name. Same, same name. name. Did you? Say, that yep. was definitely reference to Kim Jong Un. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. Because he was talking about North Korea and like the question before. And he goes, oh, same <laughs> name. <laughs> oh my God. He literally goes. Same name. The, yeah, the same name the as a freaking, dictator. It Funny. would have been Trump compares all an Asian uh, reporter yeah, to, to Kim yeah, Jong-un. yeah, to Kim Jong Un. Uh, okay, again, like I said, uh, in that same statement before that, he goes uh, talking about how much control he had in the Senate and he knew what he was doing. And then five seconds later, he goes, "Well, I don't really know Senate policy." Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. I used to. It is. It is. It's. It's rough. Okay, this next one is uh oh so biden there's been two things biden has done here lately because he always likes to talk about his ancestry of being irish right like his family is irish yeah yeah so so there was this picture he posted on his uh potus twitter page and it's like nothing like bagpipes to welcome an irishman and it's him standing there with this guy playing bagpipes bagpipes are scottish i'm pretty sure they are um, and it has nothing to do <laughs> at all with this, but in this, to give you a little, pre, you know, a little context here, I think he's talking about his, his great, great, great grandparents or whatever it is that came, uh, to America <laughs> from Ireland. But then he says they did it because of the Brits. <laughs> so here we go. We're at war with Britain. better. When my great-grandfather got in a coffin ship in the Irish Sea... Wait a minute. Great-great-great-grandfather. How That's many? five greats, I think. That great, might be great accurate. Grandfather? No, no, no. No, he said great-grandfather. When my great-grandfather got in a coffin... He said great-grandfather. Yeah. Great-grandfather. So that's four. Father, grandfather. No, three. That's three. Yeah. Math is hard. So, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> he could be right on that. He's 82. Yeah. I get it. It's close. All right. All right. Okay. Let's listen to it. It's close. When my great grandfather got in a coffin ship in the Irish Sea, expectation was, was he, was he going to live long enough on that ship to get to the United States of America? But they left because of what the Brits have been doing. <laughs> they were in real, real trouble. They didn't want to leave. If Trump would have said that, but they had oh no my choice. Gosh. 
So you got, we can't, I can't guarantee we're going to solve everything. But I can guarantee we can make everything better. What the? We can't solve everything, we but we can make it better. I can't guarantee we're going to solve everything, but we're going to make everything better. That's awesome. solving notice, things. Notice how he's like, oh he is low, low, low key, slightly playing the minority card here. Oh, 100%. Woo. Like he is eking well, yeah. it in as like, as my Irish. But if Trump had said, as my Irish yeah, ancestors, your white ancestors, like got in a boat you and can't, crossed But the sea. even that, yeah. but you can't say statements like, I can't guarantee we're going to solve everything, but we're going to make everything better. Yeah. That sentence does not work. <laughs> like like yeah. that is not. Define better. No, you can't say you're not going to solve everything and then say you're going to make everything better. If you make everything better, then you're, you solve everything. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like I. This is what you could. This is this is what it should say. I can't say we're going to solve everything, but we're going to make some things better. That 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 is a cognitive sentence. See what I'm saying? Because mm. that makes sense. You can't say we're not going to solve for nothing, but we're going to solve everything. Maybe it's just me. Okay, all right, moving on. Next thing. Here we go. Oh, this is this is great. So someone's asking him about Jim Crow. Mm. And this dude just, here we go. Who's me? The house. No. I'm going to spend my time doing three things. One, trying listen, to figure out how, how angry he pass gets. the legislation passed by the house. He's so angry. Number Wait. one. Number two, educating the American public. Right here. The Republican voters I know find this despicable. Uh-oh. Republican voters. So angry. The folks out in the, outside this White House. Folks outside. I'm not talking about the, the elected officials. I'm talking about voters. Voters. Here it comes. And so I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I mean, this is gigantic, what they're trying to <laughs> Who's Jim Eagle? Some dude in, Tucker in Carlson, Tennessee. Tucker Carlson said it best. He's like, uh, he's, like I, he's like, we figured it out. An eagle is bigger than a crow. Right. So this issue is, an is so big, it's obviously an analogy. <laughs> For racism, <laughs> that's yeah. what Tucker is saying. Which is crazy that he's comparing, like, requiring to be able to vote, you have to have an ID, right? And that law is equivalent to Jim Crow laws. Yeah. Like, wow, okay. To have to vote in our country, you have to prove who you are is equal to putting people in slavery. Yeah. I, and and he was he went on to say that like offering a water bottles like that that's part of the bill is that like you can't be like given a water bottle by someone in line while waiting for to vote. Mm -hmm. And like he doesn't he's not thinking about all the campaigns that are passing out water bottles with their literature on the water bottle <laughs> and pressuring people because they just gave water bottles right. and now people have the very water bottle from a specific campaign. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's another one. Uh, and this is what I mean by where are the fact checkers? Didn't we just talk about yeah. it's $86.9 million that they're spending to like house yes. legal yep. immigrants in hotels because it's the greatest surge we've seen in 30 years. All right. Here we go. I'm coming. Have Let me say one other thing on this. If you take a look at the number of people who are coming. Here we go. The vast majority the overwhelming majority of people coming to the border and crossing are being sent back, are Not being true. sent back. Thousands, tens of thousands of people who are who are 
over the 18 years of age and single people, one at a time coming, have been sent back, sent home. We're sending back the vast majority of the families that are coming. They say one of that, this is a blatant lie. Yeah. That, that, that is a blatant lie. Where's the fact checkers on this? I got you. Where is the fact checkers on this stuff? Like, where are the people that are, are, are standing by waiting on him to say the wrong thing and then fact check him on it? Um, so the Department of Homeland Security released new information about oh, the border. I stand corrected. Here we go as we speak. As really? of 30 minutes ago, the Washington Examiner just posted, uh, President Joe Biden held his first solo press conference on Thursday, but not everything he said was completely accurate. Again, different in wording. Yep, they doesn't make say. it sound nearly as bad. Well, the All Washington right. Examiner is also a little... All right, we're living in uncertain times and millions have come to realize the importance of the Second Amendment. If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with that perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from my friends at We The People Holsters. Starting at just $40, We The People Holsters are custom-molded to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of options, including an amazing selection of printed holsters. Go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Graham, and while you're there, check out their everyday carry tactical gun belt, which comes paired with a patented cobra buckle every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee if it's not a perfect fit send it back for a full refund that's we the people slash graham get an additional ten dollars off with the offer code g-r-a-h-a-m that's also graham go to we the people slash graham we the people slash graham offer code graham all right so here we go Let, let's hear what he, he says in here fact, uh, let's see truth of the matter is nothing has changed it happens every single solitary We're listening year. Listen to this for the first time. There is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of January, February, March. It happens every year. Biden's own DHS secretary has said the U.S. is on pace to encounter more people on the southern border right now than at any point in the last 20 years. And more than wow. twice as many unaccompanied minors were encountered on the border last month than at the same point last year. He, in fact, shut down the, uh, the number of beds available. He did not fund HHS to get people to get the children out of those, those border patrol facilities where they should not be and not supposed to be more than a few days, a mm, little while. Hold on, let's see. But he dismantled all of that. The Trump White House fought repeatedly to secure funding for more detention beds. Trump's administration asked Congress wow. to fund 6,000 more beds last year than they did in 2019 and diverted millions of HHS dollars specifically for holding children. Wow. Used to be hey, Washington Examiner. Good for guys. Yeah. Good for you guys. Wow. That's the first one I've seen. Literally, it's the first one I've seen. They'll probably and, be fact checked, and I'm going to be tra- and, and I try to be transparent on this show. Hey, if you if you do your job, I'm going to you know praise you for it. Uh, this was 30 minutes ago. Yeah, uh, Washington Examiner on Twitter. Uh, so far, but check this out. It has 756 views. Mm. Well, isn't that quite stunning? Well, it's pretty dangerous information. It it, it really 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 is. It could cause riots. Or okay, something. so he, here's the fact that uh, the DHS secretary released yeah. uh-huh. Alejandro Mayorkas in three months, less than three months, 
or a DHS released just 42 border crossers into the interior of the United States of America under the Trump administration. That was in three months. In Biden's three months, it has increased by 56,000%. Yeah, it's like 40,000 or something. It's uh, from March 1 to March 22, Biden's DHS secretary released 15,000. And then uh, the worst was February to March 22, which was 23,000. Yes, almost 40,000. So here is the final thing I'm going to play for you guys. I'm going to put some context behind it. So HR1 is this huge thing that's trying to get passed right now through uh, Congress. HR1 would federalize our election processes. And a lot of people truly believe that this would make it to where there would never be Republicans again. Mm-hmm. Because if you federalize the election process, you take, and we've talked about this verbatim on the show, any law, any anything that removes responsibility and removes power away from the states is bad. Yep. Okay? Yep. It's bad. Um, and that's what HR1 wants to do. It wants to federalize the election process. Um, and Joe Biden lets a, and a lot of people aren't talking about this. Like sometimes like when he had that brain fart, I even said, I was like, Oh God, you know, the second he did it and then everybody clipped it. Right. Mm -hmm. But not a lot of people have started talking about this one. And they ask because he says that he's running in 2024. And then they ask again and he's like, he said, I, that is my intention yeah. To run, not that I said I was running, uh, because basically he felt Kamala's knife at his back yeah. <laughs> uh, when he said that. But then a reporter asked, so do you anticipate running against Donald Trump in 2024? And listen to what he says. I believe you'll be running against former President Trump. Oh, come on. I don't even think about I don't have I have no idea. Sure. I have no idea whether it'll be a Republican Party. Do you? I know you don't have to answer. I have no idea if there's even going to be a Republican Party. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I don't think so. This is the echo chamber he's in. But think about that for five seconds. Like, think about what he just said. He said, I have no idea. I have no idea if there's going to be a Republican Party. Who says something like that? Yeah. Like, like if this isn't the plan of the Democrats through H.R. 1, which every single Republican is against this, then why? Where does something like that come from? Uh, well, my opinion is it's it's the Trump like America First Party or whatever that is has permanently changed the Republican Party. Like I am not a Republican. I'm a conservative who will vote for the Republican candidate if it's the best choice. But Republicans are on their way out. All these Lindsey Graham okay, kind of well, people. Well, yeah, yeah, but so but maybe that's what he. This means. is semantics to a point. At the end of the day, well, what yeah. I'm saying is that there will be. Two candidates Mm -hmm. that are underneath a party, right? Yeah. So whether or not it is the Republican Party as we know it is dead and it's turning into the American First agenda party, all that's that's noise. Let's look at this as a court of law type stuff, okay? You can't have a presidential election if there's not, you see what I'm saying? Like if there's not a competing idea there. Because what's the point of having two people to vote for if they are of the same party and they believe the same things and they want to take the country in the same direction? See what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what's the point of having an election? The yeah. whole point is you have 
two different parties that believe two different sets of ideals of which direction to take the country. That's the point, right? So who says something like that? Who says, if Donald Trump had said, shoot, I don't know, I don't even know if the Democratic Party is going to be around by the time it's time for that to run. The left would have lost their mind. They would have lost their mind and said, Trump plans to destroy democracy by eliminating the Democratic Party. Yeah, I just think it was another little flub that that he he may have meant something. Like, what what do you think he meant? Like, they're going to destroy the Republican Party? He thinks, I think his thought process is he is... So and he goes on a little rant in it. Yeah, he he's, even says he's like, "Do you? I'm. I know so, you don't have to answer my question, but do you think yeah. there's going to be a Republican Party?" But he swears that he is like uniting everyone, like nobody's business. Like, I'm, like his policies are just. He says the, the polls country. show that he may not be winning over Congress, but he's winning over the country. That's what he says. The polls. Yeah, show. the polls. The polls true. show that. The science of what polls. polls? Well, when you poll Los Angeles and you poll ten people, well, of course it's when you poll yeah. his family. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. What polls? Poll some people around here and see what they think. Yeah. About uh, poll Joe Biden. Anyone who watched that press conference. Poll ten percent of my audience and tell me how how much they love Joe Biden. Well, that that's what scares me the most. Not that our president has dementia, which is terrifying, but that apparently half the country can't see it. Like yeah. that to me is more dangerous than having a guy. Well, I mean, if like, he really had dementia, then we could do something about it. But if half the country is like, ah, just so happy with him, he's so chill. They, well, they don't want to believe it. Like, right. Like, it's obvious, but they're just, like, they're just blinding themselves. I think they know it. I think that they enjoy having, Being I think this new generation, I think the Democrats in general, I think they enjoy knowing that the government is in charge. Mm-hmm. I think that Republicans at its core, whether it's really conservatives voting Republican because there isn't a conservative party or there isn't an American first party or a patriot party or anything like that they believe less government is better democrats believe more government is better now a lot of people will fact check that and be like actually democrats don't but the democrats that are in charge do and republicans do add a lot to big government yeah of course they do they all do they all do yeah this is politics okay let's be honest this is politics Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be having the situation we're in right now we wouldn't be having all these problems etc etc if uh the 500 some odd people that are in the congress and the senate and the supreme court didn't want it to yeah tom rice didn't want it to be so uh the point overall is I legitimately think that there is a legitimate push to make it to where it is impossible for Republicans to win. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do. Well, they made it impossible for us to win last time. Well, I but but now not just presidential elections. Oh yeah. Because here here's the here here's the biggest truth and here is the honest to god action over it all is the president is only so powerful. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to get through Congress, you got to get through the Senate, and yeah, you can do executive action, but if it's too extreme, whoever controls the Congress and the Senate can freaking go after you over it, right? So, they've got the presidency. They'll probably try to get rid of the 22nd amendment before it's over with. Okay? Um and then uh Crap, what was I saying? Oh, now they're trying to make it to where uh, we will because they because they almost did not retain 
the House majority, mm-hmm. and it's a 50 50 split in the Senate. Okay. They realize how close they are for the final two years of the Biden Harris administration, mm-hmm. it being a Republican controlled House and Senate. And then they know that it's, it's, I mean, you know, Joe Biden is just, or Harris is just a placeholder right. at that point. There's mm-hmm. not, there is nothing that's going to get done. If you have a president that's a Democrat and the House and the Senate are both Republican, yeah. it's a deadlock. Like 2022 it, is more important than 2024. 100% sure. it is. Absolutely. 2022, and we've talked about this over and over and over and over and over again. 2022, we have a chance to take back both the House and mm-hmm. the Senate. We only, honestly, we only have to maintain what we got and, and flip one in the Senate. We yeah. got the majority back. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think we got to. I think we got to win sixteen. What? How many? How many seats do we got to win in the House? We shall wait. <laughs> What's the current breakdown in the House? Or the current Democratic majority in the House? Democratic. Testing Noah's skills here. Yeah, it's like you get on it too. Five, four, three. 219 Democrats. To what? 211 Republicans, five vacancies. Okay, so 219, 211, so that's eight plus five vacancies? Yeah. So that's 13. 13. Yeah. So you either, so, so 13 seats is what actually the majority is really only nine seats. And then there's five vacancies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so slim margins, to slim, say and it is completely winnable, mm-hmm. yes. completely well, so. able to do. And so the Democrats see that they're like, holy crap, we're really only talking about 14, 15 races mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. And on top of it, Republicans are now going after who they view to be weak Republicans and they're going to replace them too. Yes, yeah. sir. So yeah. the Republicans are going on like a hundred campaign uh session for 2022 crusade crusade yeah <laughs> not only are we on a collision course to take the majority back in both the house and the senate they are going to primary and kick out who they view to be weak yeah as we should have done a in long the republican party and so the democrats see this and so now they're trying to pass hr1 and if they federalize it if they remove it out of the state's hands Etc. Now, I will say that Governor Kemp has come along for some reason. Yeah, he's trying to save his job, and right he's now. trying to yeah. save his job. And now, all of a sudden, uh, you gotta you gotta verify the last four of your social. You gotta present uh, ID, racist signature, max uh, match. What a bigot to be able to vote! I'm telling you what, man. The same people who say it's easier to buy a gun than it is to vote. Have you bought a gun lately as opposed yeah. to how easy it is and to vote? Those and people also don't vote. So. Hey, when I showed up to vote, and I'm just being honest with you, they didn't ask for ID or nothing. They just said, really? name, really, Robert Graham Allen. They're like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, address, I told them the address. They're like, all right, here's your ballot. Huh. And so that was even here in South Carolina. What, what Tucker was talking about, like, all these people who don't have the right to vote because they don't have an ID, they also can't do anything else in their life. They can't drive a car. They can't live anywhere. You can't do anything with an ID. 
So who are all these people, adults, 18-year-old adults, that don't have IDs? It's like, how do you live in America without an ID? That's what so many African-American people are saying is like, this is such a knock to our our like ethnicity because they they assume that because of the color of my skin, I'm not intelligent enough to bring my ID to the voting. Right. Like, like well, it, yeah. it's well, bizarre. And, well, exactly. and here's my point. If you are not responsible enough... To be able to maintain and gain the things that you need to be able to prove you are who you are to be able to vote, then you probably aren't smart and intelligent enough to have an actual vote yeah. that matters. And that has that has zero to do, when Republicans are looking at this, it has zero to do with race. It's not like, oh, we're trying to snub out a certain race from voting. Right. Like they're they're playing it and it's working somehow. And the Democrats, they're playing it as we're trying to bring back Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. And we're just not. Like, it's just not even close to the case. It's basic stuff, identifying yourself before you participate in democracy. People don't like to talk about the real, the real realities of things. And and before I say this, I preface it with, I do not believe it should be this way. Obviously, everyone should have the right to vote unless you, you know, are in prison. But either way, um, there's probably a very good percentage of Americans that are probably really too stupid that they shouldn't be voting anyway. 70%. I mean, I mean, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm being yeah. honest. And if you really, really think about some of the people, you know, okay. And, 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 and I'll say it right now. I've got people in my family. They're like, I don't watch anything political. I don't watch the news. I don't read, uh, things on the internet. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm voting in November. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, well, how can you, how can you know who you're voting for or how can you know what you're exactly what you're doing? It's like filling out a March madness bracket. If you don't pay attention, (laughs) you should have to take a, you have to take a five question test before you're allowed to vote. And it's just five basic questions. Who is this person? Right. Who is that person? First president of the United States. You know, who? It, no, no. What's it needs the capital to be, of it, our nation? No, 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 no. It needs to be relevant things within the past six months that if you paid any attention at all, there's no way you don't know it. Yeah. Okay? The headline topics. All right. Who was George Floyd? Okay? Um, uh, yeah. w- what's another big one uh, th- th- that's gone on? <laughs> who is Hunter Biden? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that uh, wouldn't fly. But. Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm being honest. Like, if you don't know these things, you shouldn't be able to vote. Right. Like, I mean, like, you obviously have no clue what's going on. Hey, uh, what is uh, what is the difference between the immigration policies of Donald Trump versus Joe Biden? Right. Yeah. And if you don't know the answer to that question, how can you give a proper vote? Well, what's worse yeah. is when people like will be like. Oh, that sounds like a Biden policy. It was Biden that said that. And it's like a complete into it's Trump's policy, but they're just siding with whatever sounds the best. And like I, my roommates hate me for this, but I'm not a big sports guy. And I always ask them, I was like, all right, so who who wins this? Like, how does that affect your life? No, it doesn't. So that's why I watch Fox News in my room alone. Because that's actually covering stuff that affects my life, that will affect my life. Stuff that's relevant information that like Let me, actually does stuff. I'm glad you brought sports reference into this. Let me explain it to you. For those of you who are sports fans, it's, like, it's like that friend that shows up to the Super Bowl party 
and has no idea who any of the teams are. And brags about it. And then talks <laughs> crap the whole time yes. because they have no clue. That's me. And they say, on. I'm not a sports guy about 20 times. That's, yeah. That's and, me. And then, and then they don't even know who Tom Brady is. That's These right. are people that are voting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. They have, it's the same thing. It's the same. And I know people are like, well, you know, it's kind of blah, blah, blah. No, it's the same thing. Same thing. Same premise. All right. Don't show up to the Super Bowl party. You can watch, but shut your freaking mouth and sit over there in a corner. Bill or or Ben, maybe. <laughs> you know, Cameron. I mean, Cameron. Yeah. Brad. Yeah, Brad. Oh, there freaking Brad. Uh, and anyway, the point is sit there, shut up, watch the outcome because you haven't contributed. The entire season, mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going on. You don't know the records of the teams. You don't know what the stats are on the line. You have no idea what you're talking about. Sit down there and shut up and watch what happens. Yeah. Same thing with voting. And again, I realize it's a slippery slope, and I'm not saying this really should happen. I'm just putting it in like realities here, okay? Like there are people who vote that have absolutely no idea what is going on. Yeah. The vast majority of people, mind you. They're trying to lower the age. People that are close to my family literally said those words to me. I do not watch the news. I have not watched a single debate. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm going to vote on November. Well, then you're a moron. Yeah. You are. You're a moron. You're a wasted vote. Uh, and, you know, every vote counts. Yours doesn't. Yours, yours sucks. Yours, yours muddies the water. Yours muddies the water. You're just you're th you're throwing it like that, and just it's going to land where yeah. it lands. Yeah, and then you have to deal with the repercussions. We have a president with dementia now because you hated Trump so bad that you it's were like, too blind it's to like, see. It's like being at the free free throw line and looking at the basket and taking your shot, as opposed to turning around and throwing it over your head. <laughs> now there's a chance that you could get it in there. But the likelihood is it ain't going in. It's just a slightly smaller chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It slightly, slightly reduces your chances of being able to do so. Uh, an uninformed society is a dangerous society. Yep. Yeah, certainly. Uh, an unarmed society is a conquerable society. Mm -hmm. um, and ignorance is taking over this country. And we have no one to blame, but honestly, our representatives, man, I blame our congressmen and our senators and our governors so much over this crap. I can't even explain it to you. That's another thing. If you are a congressman, if you're a mayor, if you're a city council member, uh, a governor, a senator, anything, and you don't know how to work your own social medias to get messages out yeah. to people, you should not be in those positions. Yeah, no, I completely. You agree. shouldn't. You yeah. you should not. You you should not be elected, because there are basic functionalities in 2021 that you need to have the ability to be able to do, or you're ineffective in your job. We are yeah. we are getting killed on social media, and we have the social media influencers. But as far as like dominating in social media, there there's no Republican president. When when your best conservative political or public figures are Elon Musk and Dave Portnoy, mm -hmm. something's wrong. Like right. we, there has to be AOCs out there getting millions and millions and millions of likes and whatever's a day. And re Republicans are just not getting it. The best and, one, and, I and guess, you, is Ted Cruz. And you want to know why yeah. you want to know why it is. It's because, and, and I will give AOC credit here where it's due. All right. Everybody deserves some credit where it's due. All right. 
She is so popular nationally with stupid people, mm-hmm. but she's so popular among them because she says what she says. She throws it out there. Walks away. And walks away. <laughs> yeah. And she does not fear repercussions. Mm-mm. She does not fear backlash. And she does not fear hatred from the other side. In mm-hmm. fact, if you were her administration, you relish in that. Oh, hey, yeah. the more ridiculous things you say that you know is going to set the entire conservative world on fire, the bigger your Democratic base, yeah. leftist base 100%. becomes, and that is better for us. Yeah, the fake photo shoot of her crying. It's right. like, oh, people are making fun. Good. My base will now see that as you're laughing at right. And, the, and then, but 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 but, but the, but mm-hmm. the same thing is though, and I don't agree on just doing things just to set everybody off. But we have people. I can't. I can't list twenty. How many? How many congressmen do we have? Republican congressmen and women. Two hundred eleven. I can list maybe fifteen of them. Yeah. Maybe. And that's because we know probably yeah. ten or twelve of them personally. Hello? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're voting for somebody that represents your district, yes. they Or, or senators, too. Senators. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many senators can you name? I got Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, because we live here. Uh, Josh. Uh, or, yeah. S- Senator Holly. Uh, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Uh, Warren. Bernie. Oh, okay. Well, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I was talking about conservative ones. Oh, okay. uh, I could pr- if you if we went through the states, I might be a, the Midwest is a little tricky. But 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 but, but do you, do you see do you see my point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm yeah. trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. Uh freaking! You got Cory Booker. You got Elizabeth Warren. You've mm-hmm. got Chuck Schumer. You've got uh freaking uh crap. Feinstein. Feinstein. Uh. What's what's Gillibrand? Is she a congresswoman? Yeah. No, no, no. No, she's, uh, a, she's senator. a senator. There you go. See, I already can name more freaking uh liberal democratic senators than I can Republican ones. Yeah. Duckworth. Yeah. Hawaii. That's yeah. all I'm saying is is if you have someone that is an elected official, whether it's a congressperson that's in your district or a senator for your state or a governor for your state. And I hate to say it like this because it's not clout chasing. It is the way our world works. If they're not being attacked by the left every other day on national TV or all over the Internet, they're not doing their jobs. Yep. They are simply collecting the tax dollar paychecks, going through the motions, and then, yeah, they'll probably vote conservative when it comes to uh, voting time, which I realize that is important, right? The vote is important. But if you don't have someone that is actually educating mm-hmm. and speaking and having a voice, they are not the right people. Yeah, even if they're voting conservative, it's like, well, my family's conservative. I'm voting like all-party Republicans like that's not good either because some people we want to get out of there. All right, but here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. All right, this is why this is why they're wrong. Okay, that's great. They vote conservative. Conservatives don't have the majority in the House, so every single conservative can vote conservative. And guess what it means? Absolutely teetotal nothing. It means nothing. Okay, it doesn't matter if they vote conservative. If they 
do not have the presence, they do not have the voice, and they do not have the ability to start speaking out so maybe some people will start changing their minds. Yeah. Then they're worthless. They are worthless to you, to your children, their grandchildren, the future of your district, your state, uh, your city, uh, the country. They're worthless. Period. Who gives a flying crap if they have a vote, if they're the minority? Because their vote means nothing. And everybody gets mad when you say that, but it's the truth. If you don't have majority and every single vote is going to go Democrat because they have the majority, your vote means nothing. At that point, it's your voice and your leadership that matters. And we have a bunch of old, crusty, don't even have any clue how to speak to the vast majority of Americans, and you wonder what's wrong. You wonder what's wrong. Even if... (laughs) Even if we take back the House, I guarantee you AOC will be the most dangerous Democrat to the Republicans, Mm -hmm. period. Because even if she votes, and it doesn't matter because the Republicans have the freaking majority, and no matter what she votes Democrat, it doesn't matter. She's still going to speak to millions Mm -hmm. every day. And then two years from now, when the voting goes again, She's dangerous because she has the ability to flip and change minds of voters. But nobody talks about that. You got to go back. You got to go back and look at who AOC beat and why. AOC beat the number three most powerful Democrat in the House of Representatives. That's a huge person as a bartender to take down. Mm -hmm. And why did she do that? She was young she had a voice, and she knew social media like nobody's business. In the Republican Party, we have the GOP. If anybody knows what the GOP stands for, Grand Old Party. Grand Old Party's over. There is no more 100%. Grand Old Party. No. We, ca- we cannot, the Republican Party will not survive if we remain at the Grand Old Party. We have to get with the program, get with the technology, Lord, like just seeing these people type. Like I even used to work underneath the communications department for one of these senators and, and they were, they were even in the top tier of it. And nobody has the modern tech grip that the Democrats do. And we're getting killed by it. That's why they're with athletes nonstop. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in Hollywood nonstop. They've eked into every other level of society. So there's no wonder that people think Joe Biden's so popular. He's meeting with Beyonce. Well, and doing and pre- well but that yeah. also we have these people that are politicians. That's what they are. Yeah. They're politicians. And they are incapable of speaking to America the way that America understands. I love Ted Cruz to death. I think Ted Cruz is awesome. But he speaks like a lawyer. Yeah, he speaks. He like talks a like a ta- politician. Yeah, yep. he looks, listens, and appears as the stereotypical politician out of D.C. Whether you're good or not. I yeah. did like his comeback to that reporter about the mask. I do too, and I'm not <laughs> saying that. Ted, obviously, Ted Cruz is a vital asset in all of this. Sure, 100%. But he's never going to take that next step. Ted Cruz, I love you to death. You're never going to be president. You're never going to. It's never going to happen. Never. Because you do not have that thing that Republicans are looking for. And that thing that Republicans are looking for is this person gets us. This person 
hasn't forgotten what it is like to be us. Yep. Ted Cruz was a lawyer, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right? Uh, Rand Paul was a doctor. All right? And I like Rand Paul. Rand Paul. I forgot Rand Paul yep. and the senators earlier. Pro- apologize about that. Anyway, Rand Paul was a doctor. Okay? So right off the bat, they automatically are not the bootstrap, blue-collar yeah. people before they even got into politics. Okay? And that's not a knock on them. It is... The establishment understanding of you have to be this lawyer or you have to be a doctor or you have to be an architect or all this other kind of crap to get voted into Congress or the Senate. Well, that's wrong. Jimmy Carter. We need people. We need real people. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. But unfortunately, it's just like how the music game has changed. Music game. It used to be Jimmy that worked at a hardware store had a voice. Mm -hmm. Somebody heard him one day. From a record company because, you know. A&R rep. Yeah, an A&R rep heard him because they were shopping in that convenience store. And they're like, you got um, something, kid. I'm going to mm-hmm. make a star out of you. That's the way it used to be with the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, uh, Bon Jovi, even all these people. That That's how it used to work. Nowadays, if you don't already have music produced, if you don't already have a following, if you don't already have sales, if you don't already have the ability to sell tickets on your own, guess what you ain't getting? A record deal. Mm-hmm. The political world has turned into the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a social following, if you don't have the ability to speak to people, if you don't have the ability to have a voice be heard, even though your vote doesn't really matter because you're outnumbered in the Congress, what's the point? That's that's why people like Dave Portnoy, Elon Musk have such a cult following is because they literally are gripping the pulse of the nation. And it's not Republican right. or Democrat. Right, exactly. It's just common man, common people. And to be fair, Donald Trump did that. Yeah. And that was a huge part of his his success. And he got caught up in it and with the Twitter stuff. And like that obviously boiled up. But people have got to get a grip. And everybody's tired of these. Oh, I mean, that's why you see Masson Cawthorn, Lauren Boebert, who are just electric factories in uh, the House of Representatives. And... We don't really have like an exact senator yet to like be that voice. I mean, obviously, Holly's pretty good. Yeah, Josh Holly's do, like doing super well, and but he still comes from that background of a political background, and then entering into About Cotton. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Tom Cotton's great too, but like every all these people have their politician background. That's that's like I guess my point is that there's not the way that democracy is set up is so whoever down the street that owns a pharmacy or like the mom and pop shop owner can say, screw it. I can't, people aren't hearing my voice. I'll run and and I'll make my voice heard. And and now you've got all these heir to the thrones. I've witnessed it, especially in Southern Republican politics. There's just heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. And there is, we had a congressional race and there was like something outlandish, 17 contenders in the congressional race. And the guy who won, had just gotten into the state Senate and he won that seat less than six months after his first seat, just because he was automatically heir to the throne and he's doing a great job. There's nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not complaining, but we've got to get with that new edge program that the Democrats are running with. And it's just the, the Democrats are running with their common man, their red 
not red, purple-haired, liberal left-wing person, but it catches fire in their audience, and people don't even recognize anybody except the most inflammatory person in the room, which was AOC. AOC, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think term limits would help with all this, too. 100%. Oh, we need term limits. It'll never happen, but we need it. Yeah, because the people voting on it are the ones that want don't want them. The people voting <laughs> on it are the ones that have been there for 30 years, yeah. so it'll never happen. And until we have people that stand up and change this, it will never it will never change. It will never stop. It will continuously continue to go forever and ever and ever. Anyway, that's all we got for this episode of Dear America. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're all screwed under Biden. I give him another six months max. Yep. Uh, yeah. President Harris will be the president of the United Aww. States. Um, make sure to check us out on GrahamAllen.com. we got a lot of cool stuff going on there. Yeah, and yeah, support do. us at 912united.com. Yeah. It helps pay all the bills around here. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll see you all again next time. See you. Um.